Ever feel like you're doing this teaching thing alone? You don't have to be. Share Teaching is all about sharing the workload through the power of collaboration and teamwork. Together, we'll walk through all the difficult parts of teaching and learn how to streamline our processes, fine-tune our time management, and develop a more manageable workload. If that sounds like a dream come true to you, then welcome to the Shared Teaching Podcast. Let's share in the teaching to make those dreams a reality. Now here's today's Shared Teaching. Hello and welcome back to the Shared Teaching Podcast. I am your host and creator of Shared Teaching, Susan. And before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to let you know that I am opening the doors to my pilot program, Writing Unpacked, coming up next week. You won't want to miss out. I'm only opening up the program to 20 pilot program members. So if you're interested, please email me at susan at sharedteaching.com. And you're just going to simply say pilot program, and I will send you all the information. So let's go ahead and get on with today's show. This is episode number 52, three steps to planning your writer's workshop mini lessons. Okay, so it may seem kind of daunting planning out everything there is for writer's workshop, but it can be easy to fit it all into a short mini lesson. And today I'm going to show you how it's possible. So what are writer's workshop mini lessons? Well, it's all in the name. Mini lessons are short bite-sized teaching lessons delivered on a focused skill. Because the lessons are mini, they should only last from five to 10 minutes. For most of us, our mini lessons tend not to be so mini. If you're like me, you start talking about something else during the lesson, maybe a student asked a question, and before you know it, your mini lesson is suddenly a full-size lesson and you have little time for anything else, including independent writing for your students. So just like most things, making sure your mini lesson stays short and sweet will take time and practice. So have patience and you'll get there in no time. So there are several goals of a mini lesson. Now, I like to think of it as similar to math in reading lessons. And the writing workshop mini lesson should have very specific goals. And these goals are determined by what the majority of your class needs. So my writing goals product that's coming out this summer is a great way to determine different goals that most students need to master. Now, looking through these goals can help you decide on a focus lesson. So here are some goals to consider to be the focus of your mini lessons. First, it's focusing on the writing craft. Second is specifics of the genre. And third is how to get students working independently. So let's think about some examples of mini lessons. So once you decide on a goal for your writer's workshop mini lesson, you can then expand on that goal to figure out the steps needed to accomplish it. This becomes your guideline for your next several mini lessons. So if you're focusing on the writing craft, like I mentioned earlier, 
These are some examples of mini lessons you could use in your writing block. Number one, how an author chooses an introduction. Number two, mentor text examples of different introductions. And number three is choosing the right introduction. If you're providing lessons specific to a genre, you want to think about what is particular to that genre. So for example, if I was teaching opinion writing, I might use these specific example mini lessons. Number one, defining facts and opinions. Number two, using specific details, right? Because we always want them to state an opinion, give details about their opinion. And number three, of course, is stating the opinion. Now, sometimes my writing lessons are more about just how to work independently so that I can have a smooth running writer's workshop. These lessons are just as important as teaching how to write. So a few of these kind of mini lessons might be number one, working with a partner. Number two, how to help my partner. Number three, how to be a good listener to my partner. Remember, you always want to start with what is the end goal and then what are the steps they're going to need to get to that end goal, much like you break down a math focus skill. Okay, so let's get into the steps of planning our writing mini lessons. So the first step is to choose a focus for your mini lesson. So I recommend looking at your students' writing. Think about what do they need then decide what they need to know about the genre they are learning. Because in my opinion, each genre has very specific things about that genre, right? That's why it's in its own category. So what do your first or second graders need to know in order to master understanding and writing the genre specific to their standards? I want you to make a list and then examine it. Think about your list. Which skills should go first? What's going to make sense that the students need to learn first? So if you want your students to learn how to write a good introduction, what is the first step they need? Usually my first step is to give a mini lesson on what is an introduction before I even start on teaching them how to write an introduction. Now you're gonna break apart those components of an introduction and teach only one component at a time. Which leads us into step number two, the easy step, gathering your materials. At least I think this one's easy. (laughs) The planning tends to be the hardest part of these three steps. Okay, so once you have your roadmap on what you're going to teach, it's time to decide what you need to help teach it. Will you be teaching using slides? Are you using a document camera? Maybe both. This is what I use in my own classroom. I have a document camera and slides, and I project them using my smart board. Now, when you gather and prepare all necessary materials before you start your mini lesson, you are guaranteed to start and end the lesson in the time you have planned, provided you stick to your idea right? You don't take any extra questions, just focus and stay focused on the lesson. Okay, so one of the things you might want to plan and prepare are anchor charts. Now, since I'm terrible at drawing, I prefer to create my anchor charts on the computer. 
I can print out titles and maybe even have a basic anchor chart before I start my lesson. During the lesson, I assemble the rest of the pieces together with the class. This helps me save time, and if I laminate the template before I use it with my class, I can then use it again and again each year by just writing on the top of the anchor chart and then erasing it out for the next group of students. Great, which leads me to mentor text. Now, I love using mentor text to teach my writing, but I don't use them for every single mini lesson. If you are planning to use a mentor text during your mini lesson, you want to make sure to have it readily available. I can't tell you how many times I've searched for a specific book and left my students waiting during a lesson in my past. It's much easier to pull all your mentor texts in advance and keep them in a basket ready to go. This could be ready to go Um, by the week, or maybe you know exactly what mentor text you're going to use in that unit and just have all of them together ready to go at the start of that unit. Then there's definitely no looking around the room while your students impatiently wait and get off task. Next is notebook or paper. I often model how to complete the student independent work using loose leaf notebook paper and their idea composition notebooks. I use my document camera to project these onto my smart board so all the students in the class can see my work clearly. I think it's very important to have this model, especially if you're teaching younger students. They need to see how you're forming the letters, they need to see how you're sounding them out, and they need to see how you're thinking through your writing. And you can only do this when you are explicitly modeling it. Which brings me to the student materials. So if you photocopy papers for student work, you need to make sure to have all your copies needed. I like to plan one subject for each planning period that I have, and then I take all my master copies that I need for the following week to the photocopier on Fridays. Then I can batch all my copies at once and save time during my planning period because I'm not running back and forth to the copier every single day. I'm doing it all at one time. And believe me, this saves some time. Now, the last thing you might want to plan for gathering materials is your student groups. I often like to use student groups or student partners, as I usually call them, during my writing lessons. This is great if you have a turn and talk portion of the lesson, which I know my admin love to see when they come visit my classroom. By knowing exactly who students need to converse with, you will save time during the lesson waiting for people to find their partners, get started. If they know all of that up front and you've planned it all up front, it'll be very quick and easy when you get to this part of the lesson. You want to keep partners fresh by assigning new partners at least every month. Okay, this brings us to step number three of planning your writer's workshop mini lesson. Step one was to choose a focus for the lesson. Step two was to gather any needed materials for that week. And step three now is to end your mini lesson with a clear direction. So at the end of your mini lesson, you're going to want to end with a clear direction. This is the assignment that they're going to use for writing time. The clearer you are about what you expect during this time, the more focused your students will be during their independent practice. So make your directions very clear. 
Just like your writing mini lesson focus, you want to make sure you have only one action item for students. Giving them too many things to work on, they're going to be unsuccessful and they'll need to ask you multiple questions when they are confused. This is where frustration happens. This is where the hands are raised when you just sit down to work in a student writing conference and it's, teacher, I don't understand. I need help. What do I do? How do I spell this? Or they're just sitting there like lumps on a log. You need to let them know exactly your expectations and what their one thing is that they need to accomplish. And you also need to spend some of those earlier writing mini lessons, not writing, but just teaching the process of what they should be doing and what your expectations are during writing time. All writing students will have multiple things they need to work on. The key to successful writing is to work on just one of these at a time. So you can be successful. Having a successful mini lesson takes a bit of planning and practice, but in the end, it's worth it. Your students will shine when you are more focused. All it takes is to follow the three steps I've talked about today. Choose your focus, gather your materials, and end with a clear direction. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast episode. If you haven't yet, leave a review on iTunes. (laughs) We would definitely appreciate getting a shout out so more people can learn about this podcast. And again, if you're interested in joining my pilot program, Writing Unpacked, where you can get me as your step-by-step writing coach this summer, remember the doors are opening on July 6th. Just send me an email, susan at sharedteaching.com. And put the message pilot program, and I will send you all the details you need to know to get one of those 20 spots. Bye for now. See you next week. If you've loved this show, then join me in sharing the teaching, hitting that subscribe button, and leaving us a review on iTunes so we can be found by more teachers like you who are ready to start sharing the workload. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Find new episodes each week on shareteaching.com. Thanks for listening to the Share Teaching Podcast.